The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Two guys, one comic, infinite possibilities. Welcome to Dueling Reviews. I'm Stephen, and there's Matthew over there. Hi. Uh, this week on the show, we are taking a look at the brand new issue of Lock and Key Omega Number Three, uh, out this week from IDW Publishing, written by Joe Hill, art by Gabriel Rodriguez. And oh my goodness, Matthew, if you have not been following along with Lock and Key, I feel sorry for you at this point. For years. For I'm woohoo, I feel sorry for Matthew because everybody picks on him and makes him talk like this. Um, <laughs> so for years now, we have been following the adventures of the uh, of the Lock children, children as There's they Bodie have been. Uh, and, and Todd and Tucker and Cooper and Connor. Yes. Uh, so the uh, the Lock children have been discovering all the keys of Key House and discovering that there is uh, a little bit more than what they anticipated. All these keys made from whispering iron, this parasitic entities that come out through the uh, through the black door. And they found an adversary in Dodge uh, Caravaggio, who uh, has uh, just recently, at the end of the last arc, uh, took over Bod- Bodhi's body, the youngest of the Lock children, <laughs> and is planning on unleashing opening. The final door now that he has the Omega key and bringing all of his kind into our world. Holy crap. The, the title of this uh, this uh, issue, Matthew, is called Last Dance. Yes. And oh, my gosh, this is. What's really weird uh, is uh, the last the last big arc, the last arc ended in somewhat of a real downer because they had just. Every time they turned around, Dodge was getting another key. Uh, the two older Lock children do not know Kinsey and um, Cooper. Uh, Cooper. I forget what his name is. Connor. Co- uh, Connor. Da, 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 da. Tyler. Is it Connor? Tyler. Tyler. I knew it was uh, last. They don't know that Dodge has taken over Bodie's body. And Bodie is floating around the Lock house as a ghost because he was shoved through the spirit door. Um, The thing that I guess really sets this apart is and what makes this incredibly spooky for me at least is the last dance it's a graduation kinsey has gone to the to the prom with a bunch of her friends have reconciled tyler's feeling a little bit down in the dumps because he hasn't been able to do what he's wanted to do he's lost the girl of his life messed around with the uh, the lock keys too much uh uh, with her and uh, is feeling all dejected. He can't beat Dodge, who he should have easily beat because he's, you know, the big jock guy. And we have in this issue this little moment of hope, this last little, hey, you know, it's it's the end of high school. Hurrah, great, good times, right? Hey, cheer up, everybody. You know, how this this thing is going to be a memorable event. And it is going to be a memorable event because I guess at the That'd end of... Horrifying. Yeah, because at the end of prom, I guess everybody goes down to the cave that's underneath the lock house and they have a, a rave party that goes on after prom and off after prom party, 
Well, little does anyone know that since Bodie or Dodge has the Omega key, he's going to open up that door and infect everybody at that party. The cave rave. Yeah, this issue really hits a lot of triggers for me, and it really hits a lot of just horrifying, disturbing things, because the first thing we see Dodge do in this episode is sick his uh, shadow demons, shadow demons, yeah, for lack of a better word, on Bodhi's mother. Mm-hmm. Why, Stephen? Tell me. Uh, aside from their evil, why did they have to strip her half naked before they? Oh, sorry. Um, I, I'm not really sure why. I mean, it's probably just part of the struggle. Um, you know, to be honest, when we talk about the art in this issue, uh, yeah, the nudity phenomenal. is about. This is about as much nudity that we've seen in this entire huge arc. So, you know, this whole idea of submission, I guess, is partially due to the ripped clothing. Um, The mother was already an alcoholic, a recovering alcoholic. And so forcing the alcohol down her throat only reinforces when you tear up the place and throw everything around. And then later when Kinsey comes home and finds her passed out drunk mother on the floor, she just assumes that uh, her mother was stumbling around drunk out of control which makes the, when Kinsey goes over to her mom and says, you know, I hate you, mom. This is terrible. The thing that you've done here, I never want to see you again. Makes that really heartbreaking in that sense. Yeah. And it is one of those moments that you feel really bad because from her perspective, it is a perfectly, well, not rational, but it is a, an understandable teenage girl response. And if, you know, if you've, been in that situation over and over and over you can definitely see having that visceral response thinking that there's you know it's mom's fault and she's done this again well and and, not realizing that the same thing that's manipulating everybody is manipulating her right and the worst part about this and you'd have to go back into one of the previous issues where they talk about um the magic spell that was cast over the lock house that as children reach adulthood they forget all about the keys this is why uh the lock children's father who was killed in the very first arc and how they yep. came came to Lovecraft how none of them ever remember any of these events right. even Ty, even um um Tyler's uh, uncle uh, yeah. doesn't even remember this stuff yeah and now the uncle is the one who was helping him fix the car right yes yes mm-hmm. right okay yep. cuz there are he's an openly gay he's an openly gay character uh, well, he wasn't an openly gay character. He was a closeted homosexual, and um, uh, Dodge went and beat the holy crap out of him at one point and made right. it look like uh, framing a bunch of um, um, homophobes uh, at a local bar, framed them for that. Uh, but it got him to come out and open up about what was really going on. So now he is openly gay. Well, and the I think I've seen at least one or two issues of every arc. I haven't read all the issues, but I remember the horrifying events of Dodge somehow attacking him and, mm-hmm. and outing him. And that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, ah. But this issue has some really interesting, other than the fact that there are some adult situations, not necessarily flat-out adult themes. There's no overt nudity. No, no, There's, no. no. There's clever, you know, there's the horror, the implication of terrible things about to happen. A little bit of violence, but... A little bit? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. There isn't a lot of violence. I mean, we see uh, Tyler get his face bashed by a a bad thing, and then we see, you know, Mom getting held down 
Right. Which is, you know, disturbing for different reasons, but it's not something, you know, it's not invincible. No, 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 no. It's not the disembowelments of of no hero or people getting ripped to shreds like a Miracle Man comic. So I guess it's one of those moments, you know, well, it could have been worse. We could have seen her severed neck. At least we cut the the image off. We could have uh, panned down a lot more. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Tyler's old girlfriend, I mean, they get it on out in the park uh, uh, by the high school. And it is uh, gets down to underwear and then later... Just nice uh, camera angles that cover up any overt nudity. Um, Very well handled. Yeah, and considering that these are teenagers, you really are running into the, this is a little, got to handle this very carefully territory. Well, I know that Tyler is 18. Right. Don't know about her, though. Yeah, and when I read this book... The every single time I pick up this book, I'm always fascinated at how beautiful it is, even when it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabriel Rodriguez has incredible facial expression. Oh yeah, and I think you know it, it, it's a this is a, an even partnership. It's 50, 50, 50 as to what makes these stories fascinating. Right, is the face. Mm-hmm. And Bodie, possessed by Dodge, has Bodie's face. The eyes are 100% Dodge, yep. and yet the character is still the same character. I love how how they've done that, and I ha- I don't know Bodhi's face well enough to say for sure if they've really yeah no it's it's the eyes it's the eyes that they've manipulated. Other than that, and nothing it's just, else. It's amazing. All of the characters have a very distinctive look. I haven't you know picked up one two three of the Omega arc. But I think I picked up the last issue of the previous arc. What was that? Uh, I think that was Clockworks, I think, was that one. Uh, I know I read Clockworks. I don't Clockworks remember them all. Here, let me look here real quick. Six, I think. Yeah, you keep talking and I'll look it up here. All right. But this issue is just wonderful to look at. There is a sequence at the prom that uh, mimics Carrie, which I thought was pretty awesome. Yes, I was going to say, did you see the shout out to Dad? <laughs> Hi, Dad. Look what we did. Yeah. And there's yeah, a Clockworks was the last volume. Yeah, there's a lot of really, really gorgeous stuff in here. You know, the teenage girl in her little prom dress, mm-hmm. and even the teenage girl out of her little prom dress is very well rendered. But it's not something where you're like, you're not going to read this for any potential nudity. Fact. Oh no, no, you're not reading it for a but perfect factor. At least I hope you're not. Well, and it's it's really gorgeous to look at. Even you know those moments where you're like. Is this drawn just as fan service? Maybe. But there's nothing wrong with the fan service. And I think that the fact that the rest of the issue is just so amazing. The Rolls Royce is incredibly well rendered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, the the prom dresses and the suits and all of the character faces are just incredible. I can't remember. It, it was some time ago there was uh, a, a, one of the stories where Kinsey had – Used the head key to remove her fear. Yeah, that was and like in the sadness. Yeah, that was like that in was the second. That was like in the second or third. Uh, the second arc is when that and happened. And Kinsey at that point looked to be fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, and here she looks like she's maybe a year older, mm-hmm. but it's clearly that same girl. Right. It is wonderfully rendered and wonderfully realized that this is this is the same girl. She's done some growing up. Oh, yeah. But it's the same character. It's the same quote-unquote actress. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah, love, yeah. And I love the symbolism 
when Tyler and his girlfriend are like, okay, we'll meet you down in the cave. Okay. And they have this beautiful squared off shot of their hands pulling apart. Mm -hmm. So cinematic. And I'm like, they're never going to see each other alive again. Well, we don't know, but it's, it is that, it is that moment. And that's why I said, that's what, that's that's what's so makes me feel. Yeah. This is one of, this is that heartbreak moment where, you know what? You guys all have had a pretty good night. I mean, Kinsey has had a good night with her friends. Yes, she had a bit of a tragic moment coming home with her mom. Tyler has had his uh, his moment, and he's really enjoying himself. And you can hear that prom music, that last song playing as their heart, hands slip away. And you do realize, because when you get to the very last panel of the issue, well, not the last panel of the issue, uh, but that one where they're all walking down into the cave, and they've decided to put um, uh, one of Kinsey's friends, the one that was pulling the carry uh, routine, covered in blood as the standout color in that panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, some crazy stuff is about to hit the fan and this is what Hill and Rodriguez have been building all these years towards. And I got to tell you, I, every time I see this new issue come out, I'm like, Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to read this. And then I look at the front cover and you're reading about only four more issues to go or however many issues oh. there are in this one. And then it's like, curse you. Because this is really, what is this? Uh, It doesn't say on the cover of this one. Four issues, it's all Four issues to go, yep. And that's the the thing. This book to me is like Sandman in that I'll pick it up and I'll read it and then I'll go back and I'll read the trade and go, yay, trade. Oh, yeah. This, you know, I know IDW has been doing uh, their artist's editions for a long time. They have not done an absolute edition type format yet. Uh, but man, when this uh, series is done, the whole Lock Children Chronicles, uh, I hope they collect these into one giant 300 page plus absolute yes. hardbound edition, because I will be buying five of those and keeping two and giving the rest away as prizes or to friends or whatever, uh, because this is this is well, I said prizes or to friends. Oh, well, then I'll have to win the damn thing, won't I? <laughs> no, people at work, major spoilers can't win prizes. But no, I seriously hope that they, I seriously hope well, that they do I this. I better be nicer <laughs> to you. Um, Gee, Mr. Slyker, you're looking really good today. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, the thank shine you, on Zach. your head is particularly fetching. Oh, yeah, just waxed it this morning, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, this is something that really deserves to be collected in a some kind of yes. a... I know I've been collecting the hardcovers when they've come out, but I mean a big oversized big, volume because I'll buy, like I said, I'll buy five of these, Chris Ryle, if you're listening. The, yeah, the detail in the art would, I think, definitely lend itself to huge, you know, I, I've always said that the treasury size comic book yeah. needs to make it come. Well, when you look at I buy this in treasury size, when you look at Rodriguez art, here's how great it is for people who have never picked up this book. Rodriguez, not Rodriguez. Yes, Rodriguez art is when you are in the lockhouse, the lockhouse has plank flooring, wood flooring. And Rodriguez takes the time to draw the grains of wood in almost Mm -hmm. every plank. And it just brings out the freaking detail in this in this in this art. And it's fantastic. It's it's not like computer cloned with After Effects or No, 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 no. It's it's really, really fast. And then the inker does a fantastic this is a, I think it comes out when it comes out kind of book. That's what I thought, because the amount of detail here, if it, he could do this on a 30 day basis, somebody needs to snap him. I as know, I know that they over. try to, 
I know that they try to make this a monthly book. This is February of 2013 for this issue. That's the, next uh, month. What? Um, I was trying to look here at issue two when it came out. Yeah, it came out in December is when the second issue came out, and then November was when the first issue came out. So it is somewhat sporadic, and that's probably the one downfall of this book, of this series, is that it hasn't always come out on a monthly basis. And then, of course, what's happened is they'll get it on a monthly basis, and then they come to the end of a, an arc, and then you've got three or four months before the next arc starts up. Sorry, caught you there. That's all right. I was drinking. <laughs> That's okay. I am too. Uh, well, mine's not sodas. It's a little <laughs> bit harder than that. So the art is always well, fantastic. You know, I've we're, got. We're we're waiting for the monster lizard. Les Nesman said there was going to be a monster lizard tonight. So oh, really? Gonna, all know. right. Well, better watch yeah. out for that. Um. So I don't know. the The good thing is, and for people that are kind of like me, going, "Oh, what's going to happen after the fourth issue? No more lock and key." <laughs> they actually are going to have more lock and key. One shots and mini arcs and mini series that take place at different time periods because we've been given a glimpse in the um, keys to the lockhouse issue, I think is mm-hmm. what it was called, and also the grindhouse issue of things that have keys happened. To the lockhouse, yeah. So we can go back and we can look and see what are the stories around some of these fascinating keys of the house, and we haven't even seen all of them. Um, so it's just this is good times at its best, in my opinion. How many keys are there now? There's like the the Omega key. I the, to be honest, gender, I I've lost I've lost count. I've got about key, I've got about and two key. I've got about uh, a dozen key. of them from uh, from Skelton Crew Studios. They they make those little replicas that I've been snatching. No, they're called Skelton Key as the company. Um, and they make these little replicas of the keys, you know, like they, they're not little. I mean, they're actual life-size replicas of the keys. And I've got almost wow. all of them except for the giant key, which is too big to ship because right. it's literally the, almost the size of a door. Right. And that may be it. That may be the only key I'm missing. And then, of course, um, Joe Hill commissioned a door that looks like the uh, the ghost door for his house. And I don't have that, so... You don't have the key lime pie. Yeah. Florida key. You don't have that. So what is not to like about this issue, Matthew? Can you find any fault with this? It is not age appropriate for everyone. Okay. Uh, I can, I can go with you on that. I would say that, you know, you definitely want to gauge your audience before you say, Hey, read you some lock and key. But you know what? Read you some lock and key. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The only bad part about it for me is. I am a huge fan of Joe Hill's dad. Right. We're at that point in a story where if it was written by Joe Hill's dad, my brain is going, okay, there's 16 people on the playing field and four of them are walking out alive. Mm -hmm. I'm at the point where I'm desperately trying to figure out what happens next and thinking, you know, everybody's going to die and horrible things are going to happen and Bodhi's going to be a ghost forever. Well, Bodhi may be a ghost forever. I mean, there was a ghost. uh, I forget whose body that was. I think it was the character from the very first uh the Bodhi body? No, the the ghost of uh uh the Christmas past. No, no, it was in the very first arc Welcome to Lovecraft, the guy that killed it, the family that tracked him down. Oh. I think they shoved him through and he was a ghost for a long time. Um yeah. so the Ted Bundy looking guy. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, there's also the subplot of the um oh, I forget what his name is, the 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 kid with the mental pro- uh problems. 
that they had locked away. And so the whole yes. second issue was about him escaping from the, the institution. So he could play a big role in this. Um, you know, a million different things can happen in this, yeah. including everybody dying. Right. Right. But or at no. the same time, it could be that Kinsey gets her wish and gets her mom to be someone she can respect and love. Bodhi could get his body back at the last moment. Tyler could save the day. Like he said, when he was laying down with his ex-girlfriend, you know, I wish I could go back and do it differently. Cause I know I could win. You know, this could be this redemption of all of these kids and, and getting past, you know, all the crap that happened so that right. as they turn 19, 20, 21 and hit that adulthood age, all the magic's gone away and they can only remember vague things that happened in high school. That's probably what's going to be best for these kids at this point. Oh, yeah. Did they kill the uncle or was that never explicitly stated? Oh, here in the book, in this issue? No. I mean, we see him attacked. We don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. No. Okay. Mm -mm. And one of the shadow creatures is a really awesome looking cobra. So I like yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, they take all sorts of shapes. That's the King of Shadows uh, arc that people need to go read that one. All these arts I mean, are good. I mean, if you have not read them, I I, you need to sit down and just read them all back to back I'm, to back I'm to a, back. I'm a lock and key dilettante at best. You should totally send me your trade paper. Well, it is dilettante season. Now. Oh, no. It just is. go up onto, uh, go up to Comixology. And uh, they've got they've got these collected in trades, electronic trades that you can just get all five of the trades. I think they're like 14 bucks a piece, 12 bucks a piece, something like that. There's um, something you need to know. I have accepted the digital comics phase. But if I really want to read something, yeah, I yeah. want the comic in my hand for three reasons. One, I have a very weird interface when I read my, my books and it drives me up the wall, I don't want the comicsology reading for me. Well, you don't my, have to do that. You can, you can go page by yeah. page, full page by full right. page. But my computer isn't the right aspect ratio to look at a whole page. So I'm panning up and down. And also, I'm 42 now, and I'm kind of nearsighted. So sometimes I have to blow it up to the point where I'm not only panning up and down, I'm panning left to right iPad. trying to read the stuff. I'm old. iPad, pinch and zoom. I don't want an iPad. You've already got an iPad. I have, I have a... No, my daughter has an iPad. I don't have an iPad. Daughter, I'm borrowing your iPad for 20 minutes. Go away. I read some Judge Dredd on the iPad, and that was futuristic stuff, and I could accept that. <laughs> but if it's not futuristic stuff, I can't read it on the iPad. Uh, By the way, that orange car, what kind of car is that? <laughs> that they're working on? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a big car head, gearhead guy, so... You're, it you're it, it could be a uh, uh, Bo and Luke Duke uh, charger is what it looks like. That's what I was asking, actually, but it's probably not. Bottom line, awesome. Bottom line, awesome. Awesome. Go From the art to the story, I mean, uh, people have read these reviews. I think people knew going in exactly what I was going to say. Cannot find a fault with it myself, except that it ends way too early. I want to keep I can, I want it to be 64 pages per issue. That's my that's my biggest complaint is that you get this great build up and then <gasps> I got to wait until the next issue whenever that's going to come out. Oh. But this is this is awesome reading and again, oh. go pick up this issue. This is a you know, two thumbs up, uh, you know, five stars, five slices of meatloaf, whatever you want to say. This is a highly recommended issue and five if you're not slices of star meatloaf. Yes, and if you're not picking this up this week from IDW Publishing, there's something wrong with you. Matthew, final thoughts? 
Uh, honestly, I hate it when we agree so wholeheartedly because I want to fight and have the show be all Siskel and Ebert. But I'll be darned if this isn't the book that's going to make that happen. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This issue is very strong. It doesn't suffer from that second act syndrome that I hate so much where you get there and you're like, <laughs> I want to know what happens next. I, I am desperately hoping that next issue comes out in a week or so. Yeah, no, it's not going to come out in a week or so. It could. Well, it could, but I doubt it. Things are different for me. My brain is like, hey, you remember last week when we were starting the Major Spoilers podcast? Doesn't seem like it was eight years ago. Or however many, no, it was like five, three, four years ago for the Major Spoilers podcast. Six Six years ago, six years ago for the website uh, going on to its seventh year. Was in 1967 was when we started that. And of course, listeners, if you want to support the cause and make sure that Doodling Reviews continues, please head over to Majorspoilers.com and uh, make a recurring donation. We're trying to hit 6,000 recurring $5 a month donors or $4,000, $10 a month donors to open up membership.majorspoilers.com. Oh, a lot of, lot of, uh, there will be two original podcasts behind that as well as some behind the scenes stuff and a lot, lot more just for our friends who uh, get onto that $10 a month recurring donation. If you want to go and pick up, if you don't want to read the uh, comiXology versions of these trades, Matthew, the next thing you can do is head over to Majorspoilers.com, click on that Amazon link, buy your lock and key trades there. You get them? They still ship to you. They come in wonderful conditions. We get a little credit for your purchase, and a lot of people have been helping us out that way, and we appreciate each and every one of them. We do indeed. So, diving into the future. The future. What does the future sound like? The future sounds like this. In the year 2020. Star Wars number one is getting a third printing next week. All-Star Western hits issue number 17. Arrow hits issue number four. Batman Inc. hits the all-important number eight. Ooh, is that an an Archie Ender? I think that is the Ender Ender of uh, Morrison's run on Incorporated. I don't know. Somebody's been saying that that's the one where, ooh, this could be a big spoiler. I've heard that the cover of Batman Inc. number eight is the same cover as uh, Batman R.I.P., the one where Batman is uh, got his arms spread up and it's the issue where he dies. Only this time it's not Batman on the cover, but somebody else who's been an integral part of Batman Inc. since the beginning. Is it Robin? Which one? <laughs> is it Talius Al Yes, yes, yes. It's let's, a spoiler let's alert. Go ba- let's read Batmink. Batmink? Okay, we'll, we'll think about that. Haven't been a big fan of, of what Bat Inc. has been doing, but didn't we just well, do Batman? Didn't we just do I Batman? Man, I've slept since then. I don't remember what I had for Doctor lunch. Who Prisoners of Time number two comes out next week. That's a good one. Kiss Greatest Hits Second trade Doctor. paperback. Well, let's Ooh, do that. Rocketeer Hollywood Horror number one. Haven't we done the Rocketeer? We have done the Rocketeer. Um, Invincible 100 gets a second printing. Hack Slash 24. When does that series end? That series is coming to an end as well. Hacks and Slashins? Hacks and Slashins. Daredevil by Mark Wade. Premium hardcover, volume four. Avengers Arena number five now. That's how it's solicited. (laughs) Avengers Arena five now. Now, Ultimate Comics X-Men. And then we also have Army of Darkness ongoing. Betty and Veronica Double Digest. Cavewoman... Cover Gallery, number five. Freelancers, number four. Grim Fairy Tales trade paperback. Gold Digger. You know, we've never reviewed Gold Digger on any of our shows. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. 
let's go ahead and review that. What the heck? When was the last I'm not time even we sure. I'm not even sure that I can get a hold of forever. Yeah, I don't think I can even get a hold of a Gold Digger comic. Um, I'm not even sure if they're on Comicsology. Mass number four comes out next week. Uh, Tarot, Witch of the Black Rose, number 27, Double Deluxe Edition. Hubba hubba zoot zoot, Uh, right? uh, Wally Wood's Lunar Tunes. I like Wally Wood. So it looks like Batman Inc. is what we will be hitting on next time. Yeah, I think we can do a Batman Inc. and then we can go and do something, you know, with some sort of value. (laughs) I'm not saying that it doesn't have value. Have you seen the Lock and Key uh, television pilot? No, I have not. I, ha- I know a lot of people who went to the San Diego Comic-Con got to see that pilot because they were given permission to do it. But uh, And I know Chris Ryle was floating a copy around, I think, at New York Comic-Con, but he would not send me a copy, which is understandable oh. since there was all this red tape and whatnot to go through. But people who have seen it said it was really good, and they can't understand why Fox passed on it, except that it's Fox. Well, it, it's probably the expectation of a big Lost-style story arc. And, you know, worrying... Well, considering that, how yeah. well Arrow has done, Vampire Diaries has has done, and... Arrow, um, Arrow will always do well, because people love a good Batman story. <laughs> but I'm just saying that somebody fumbled the ball big time to pass on Lock and Key. You know, it could have gone to the Having CW, it could have gone to FX. It, Fringe was, you know, a huge huge thing they shot it in the foot yeah way to go fox i think it was fox that passed on that we can watch archer it'll be fine (laughs) uh due date next week is the 27th 27th the 27th and i have added a to do for dueling review batman less talky more waffly Yes. All right, everybody. That wraps it up for this installment of Dueling Reviews. Use the comment section over at Majorspoilers.com. Let us know what you think. Tell us if you want more of this kind of style of comic book reviews, and we will continue to dole them out your way each and every week in a new comic each and every week that we spotlight right here for you. And uh, don't just listen to the podcast. Go out and buy these books that we're talking about. Uh, Go out and, and support the companies, whether you like them or not. Uh, go out and support those companies that you're really into. Don't go and steal the comic books. Uh, go out and read them. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, Matthew. Thank you for chiming in that way so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. That wraps it up for this installment of Dueling Reviews. Remember, it's two guys, one comic, and infinite possibilities. We'll see you soon. Spoilers is copyright 2013.